The Notorious OTB on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today, bet 100, and get 100. SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash WinBet. That's SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. State restrictions apply. You buy the college basketball experience. March Madness is heating up, and you need to subscribe to the college basketball experience. It's awesome, baby. Welcome, everybody, to the Notorious OTV, brought to you by the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. And as always, it's all good, baby, baby. Oh, it was all a dream. We used to read Blood Horse Magazine. I'm your host, Chase Sessoms. The Wolf of Oakland. I got a fellow joining me today. Uh, when we come together, we become uh, handicapping. Ladies and gentlemen, salt and pepper. <laughs> the Michelangelo of the crying Michael Jordan. Uh, since he's done, I'm trying out a new nickname here. It's I'm a nickname guy. <laughs> That's what I do. Since you've you've been on our bankroll builder Wednesday a couple times, and you keep getting asked back because uh, you do so well on bankroll builder Wednesday, that I'm introducing the new nickname, the Prince of BBWs. <laughs> March Madness in a bottle, ladies and gentlemen. Barry Spears, the sniper. What's up, Barry? <laughs> I don't even know what to say to that, except for that probably that name probably fits. I swear, like, I just missed my the generation I was supposed to be, live in because I swear my like per, ideal job would be like talking James Brown on and off of the stage every single night, you know. On that, tour. That's your true calling. I, that's I, right. I firmly believe that. I got like four. I I could put on his cape on his shoulders for him to shrug off as many times as he needs, infinite <laughs> times. I could put. <laughs> The, the cape on his shoulders but man how's it how's it going i know you used to play some play some hoops so you uh you all in watching these conference tournaments or anything um i wouldn't say all in I, I, funny thing is i have lost my enthusiasm for college hoops um <clears throat> once the pandemic hit funny enough yeah before the pandemic i was cool I used to watch you know college basketball games all the time afterwards almost never Right. Which is crazy, um, you know, but I have been watching uh, lately for the tournaments and stuff. So I think the tournament's gonna, just going to be a bunch of chaos. None of the, yeah. the favorites are going to win. And, and and as I'm saying this, I'm talking, I'm talking them into the Final Four. So it's going to be all the one seeds. Just all chalk, just all the ones in every single. Yep, because I don't in. believe that any of, you know, there's no there's no edge there anymore like there used to be. There's so much with, with like the the level of training that kids get these days. It just seems like there's so much parity in basketball, and it's starting to be that way in football too. Like where there are just so many good basketball and football players that like everyone can can field a decent team if they have a half decent coach. Well, guys figured out that you don't have to be a big fish in a big pond. You could be a big fish in a small pond and still be just as effective if not more respected for doing that and, and playing well at a, at a smaller school. So yeah. guys aren't so willing, especially with the NIL deals now, they're not so willing to, to just go to, to any big school. You know, they don't really have to anymore. So the basketball gets hot. The racing gets hot. It's hotter. 
hotter, yeah. man. How, how have you been been doing with the the derby preps? Is there anybody you're you know interested in right now? Well, uh, not really because uh, Forte is probably the best horse I've seen on the Derby Trail so far. Right. Um, but I don't like Chalk, and he's going to be a favorite all the way through. I, I I really don't see anybody at this point better than him. Yeah. Which stinks. Not um, even a, a Baftine or a Yak Taffert. No. Yeah. Definitely, of all the ones, definitely not those. Um, they haven't been running well, so you know, hopefully somebody can step up at Tampa, possibly this yeah. weekend. Uh, you know, but I feel we've had it's. I feel like the last two years have been just kind of like meh crops of three year olds. Oh, Epicenter, definitely. Like Epicenter was good, but Epicenter just couldn't ever really like. No, I couldn't get, win. Get done. Win. You know, couldn't win. And I mean, the thing is out of that is really you get good. A, yeah, I really mean, good. Excellent horse, absolutely excellent horse. It was sad to see him pull up in the uh, in the uh, in the breeders, yeah, in the classic, you know, because yeah. the horse maybe had a chance to like get up on the board and cash a cash a pretty good check, just doing what Epicenter does, which is cashing checks in gigantic races, you know. Yeah, man. I needed him to win the Derby. Everyone, everyone needed Epicenter to win the Derby. If not him, I needed Crown Pride to win the Derby. And that I knew that was done after the first <laughs> quarter. I'm not sure if I liked Crown Pride. Well, I did like Crown Pride, but I, I liked Crown Pride. I think more because I wanted to be holding the ticket uh, in my pocket whenever the first time a Japanese horse won the Derby. You know, a little Hell bit of. Yeah. I might not have even cashed that. Who am I kidding? I was totally gonna fucking cash that. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of which, uh, are you are you enthusiastic about that Japanese horse coming to the San Diego Derby or not? Nah? I haven't seen it run yet. Um, I don't know. I'm in, I'm enthusiastic about all Japanese horses for some reason. Like I I like you know why I, I, I like that I a am. new challenger has entered. You know, <laughs> I'm enthusiastic about him because in my head, when mm-hmm. I see those parentheses in the country that the horses are from, mm-hmm. I automatically in my head think that the horse speaks that language. Oh yeah, so they have to have like their own like it's like. Otani has to have like a like a translator in the barn with him and everything like right. you know before it has to be another Japanese horse you know because you know that horse has to be able to translate human right, English then, in, then yeah. into horse Japanese exactly yeah I like it too I like I, 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 yeah what's there's nothing wrong <laughs> with believing that uh there's also Not nothing crazy. wrong in believing in Friday cards at Gulfstream Park that's right what other podcasts listen who's out here talking friday i'm talking weekday racing we're not talking stakes races we're talking maiden claimers that's right it's bankroll builder wednesday in these streets just grinding talking about that's right just grinding talking about these you know races that don't get the glamour we're out here doing it for the little guy uh i had a sound drop that i was gonna play but it didn't have enough time to find it and it was uh i'm just gonna attempt to sing it instead across 110th street oh uh, oh yeah so we're in uh jackie brown now is what yeah like the, yeah these are the these these are the intro to jackie brown going through the airport <laughs> uh gulfstream park races yeah, that's right my we movies, man i know my movies i i spent a lot of time overseas playing basketball watching movies that's all i did Pimps so. trying to catch a woman that's weak. <laughs> I, you know what's funny is I do the same thing whenever that song, I hear it, especially on that movie, obviously. 
start singing outrageously stupid. I just, yeah, I have to turn in. I, that's that you say stupid. That's my soulful voice, Barry. So, <laughs> uh, unfortunately, I'm not a singer. <laughs> As you can tell, I am not either. But we're gonna take a quick break here at the Notorious OTV. When we get back, me and the Prince of BBWs, uh, Barry Spears here, are gonna talk about the Friday Gulfstream Park card for that's right, our bankroll builder Wednesday. We will be right back. WinBet is the official online sportsbook of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. WinBet is active in a bunch of states, and there's tons of ways to win, including live betting and same-game parlays, a.k.a. WinBet's Build Your Own Bet. March Madness is almost here, plus plenty of ways to win getting down on the NBA, NHL, and XFL. Sign up today to receive a special offer. Bet $100, get $100, limited state availability, and of course for DGENs only, if you hit the biggest long shot parlay of the week, you get a $1,000 free credit. There's so much to choose from, and all you have to do is head over to WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet, so they know that we sent you at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. Offer subject to change terms and conditions at WinBet.com. As we're 21 or older and present in the state where play-through WinBet is available. If you're someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. And the SGPN merch store continues to add new items to the store every day. Head over to store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com to get your favorite shirts, hats, sweats, and hoodies. My personal new favorite item is all of them. I like them all. They're all witty. They're all good. And it comes just in time for March. 10% off when you spend more than $40 and use the code MADNESS. That's MADNESS. Welcome back to the Notorious OTV, brought to you by the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Time to get paid, blow up like the world trade. So if you're just tuning in, one, what are you doing? This is a podcast. Uh, two things going on. One, I gave uh, Barry a new nickname, the Prince of BBWs, which, to be honest, is not the worst nickname ever. There goes Chester the Molester again. That, so it could, that is much worse. Uh, and two, uh, we're talking Friday. This Friday at Gulfstream Park. Talking any race, any wager, $100 budget. This is our Bankroll Builder Wednesday show. It's this Friday, March 10th, 2023, year of our Lord, post time for the first race, 1240 Eastern, 1140 God's time. Well, let's start talking about it. Let's see how we're playing it. Race one is going to be seven and a half long, $25,000 maiden claimer on the turf. I will tell you for me, this was a pass because this was a chaotic ass race. And, uh, you know, I I wanted to be like the sniper himself and really kind of dial in on a couple things instead of like... Really, what boils down to spraying and praying in the first race? So wait a minute. Let me let me back this up a little bit. So, <laughs> oh no, I just I just I just something just caught on. So you just only invite me back because I picked a few winners. That's well, no, I, it's that, that, well, I mean it's it's an added bonus. I mean it's just kind of like a cherry <laughs> on, cherry on top. Uh, I mean I invite you back because you're the Michelangelo of the crying Michael Jordan, obviously. Uh, two, you're just so goddamn lovable, you know? <laughs> that's the first. Nobody's ever called yeah. me lovable. And that's really one in one A, you know? The the lovability and the, the Mike, cry of Michael Jordans. But, okay. So, uh, do we skip back put that forward? on my resume, actually. We're going to TiVo skip forward just doot doot. All right. <laughs> I passed on race one. What about you? Yes, pass. Hard Do pass. not want... I can say though, there's a there, there's a quite a few for a twenty five thousand maiden claimer. There's the connections are crazy in there. Yeah, 
and I'm sure some of those horses are just trying to be unloaded. There's so many horses trying things for the first time, international shippers. There was just so much going on, and it was really hard to kind of figure out that pace scenario with the uh, with the uh, you know first time starters in there. Even though I assume they're all going to go to the front, there's no guarantee <laughs> that's going to happen. Plus, there are also 16 entries. Like this could this race could pay pretty well. But, like, cap this race the day of after scratches. Once you actually know who's in the field, because it could change quite a bit, because I thought the 14, 15, 16, I thought all those horses were live. So, since they're all A's, pass. All right. <laughs> race two, eight and a half furlong, $16,000 maiden claimer on the all weather. Barry, what'd you think of race two? It's <sighs> another one. Like, you know, uh, it, it's it's weird because over time, the I guess uh, I'm trying to find the right words. The plethora of, of trainers and there's not many that win a whole lot on the synthetic, and it's the same trainers over and over again. Mm-hmm. Are really focusing in on it. Um, Delgado's one of them. Jose D'Angelo's another. Antonio Sano is another. When you got those guys in these synthetic races, doesn't even matter the distance, their horses are just super live and it's crazy. And <clears throat> you just got to pay attention to that. And you'll see too in the past performances now with the synthetic races, you'll see a lot of horses that went wire to wire. And I think a lot of that was when the weather got cool down here. Right. And the track tightened up for a couple months. Like, Right. You know, from January and most of February was like that until recently. So <clears throat> you'll see, and it, it might even be a little bit deceiving um, because now it seems the tide has turned it once again and front runners can't win. So right. let the buyer I mean, beware with a horse like networking in that race. It's a It's a good point because, I mean, that's what happens to all weather whenever it gets colder. It's this, It's the... You know, the molecules, they constrict, they become more springy. It becomes a little bit more, more you know, early speed favoring as opposed to, you know, what I think of traditional all-weather. I think of, you know, horses being able to come from way off and close. But uh, I, I ended up starting a, a, off a daily double here, and I used one of the horses you mentioned, uh, the, the Sano horse. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, not the Sano horse. Uh, well, yes, I did use the Sano horse. Uh, let's go ahead and start with that one. Six, Artico, five to two. Shown the ability to pass other horses, second off the claim for Sano, and took huge leap out first on its uh, first time trying the all weather. If it takes another step forward like that, I, I'm pretty certain it will be enough to win. And I feel like five to two is is a pretty you know safe price uh, because I think networking also takes a little bit of money. I could see these being co favorites, in fact, uh, and I really like the networking because loses the blinks and gets Irad up. Uh, I, when it comes to equipment changes and, and, you know, maiden races, little pig boy, can I get the definition? Little pig boy. He's that pathetic, dirty bitch, baby. Mistress gets the stand on. And then I like the little leg stretcher work after no published work since like December. So I, I use those two Artico and networking to start my daily double. So I'm six, seven headed in, headed into race three. Okay. I could dig it. Yeah, what was I can you, definitely you had, dig it. What was your I plan? mean, I really didn't have a, a, an opinion oh. in this race. Um, okay. My my stuff starts in race three, but 
Right, yeah. Right. I mean, it, it definitely seems like you're on the right horses here, for especially for a day to the doubles. I mean, that, that, it's a tough race all the way around, um, especially if a horse like Blue Soldier does nothing, then what? You know, it, it could right. it could go a different direction. But, yeah, all got right. that. Six, seven. All right, moving on to race three. It's seven furlongs, $20,000. Nine winners of two, lifetime claiming on the dirt. I'm going to go ahead and just round out my daily double here before you hop onto yours. So, okay, okay. Number eight, just call Ray. Four <laughs> to one. Plenty of pace out in front of this race. I like just call Ray as an off, you know, off the pace where they can pick up the pieces of a warmer pace out in front of them. Uh, we all know Sonny Leon can close. We've seen Sonny Leon close. <sighs> And plus, this horse has never tried seven furlongs after sprinting five furlongs, routing eight furlongs and longer. It could be that just this is a bastard distance horse and that the middle distance could hit this horse right between the eyes. So I'm closing out my $25 daily double, six, seven in the last race, race two, and it finishes here in race eight or race three with the number eight, just call Ray, four to one on the morning line. What say you, Barry? I am on board. Just Call oh. Ray is my $25 win bet. Oh, man. And this is why. You know, the reasoning, you know, you brought up some good points that factor into this as well. Um, my reasoning is a little bit different, or what I saw, is that this horse is second time at this level of competition which I love. I mean, because this horse was running at $75,000 optional claimers uh, most of last year into 80, dropped down to 25 August 1st at Colonial, didn't run a step, ran on the turf a couple of times, went to 35,000 non-winners to two, and then woke up a little bit on the slight drop down to 20,000 on the synthetic five and a half. I think this horse really doesn't want to be on the synthetic. I think seven furlongs is a great distance for this horse. And I think just the, that slight drop in class on the dirt will make all the difference because there is, like you mentioned, some pace in here to run at. And I think this horse gets a great trip from the outside, has all the speed inside of him, can sit, pounce, and win the day. Perfect. From from your lips to God's ears. I hope so. <laughs> that would be, it would be a nice little, considering that you, you seem to like uh, one of the couple of the horses that I liked in the first, that feels like a pretty solid little daily double play. I, I was thinking about this. I was like, okay, I could play the pick five and I could really spread out and then get really thin. And then I thought about how I'm really good at getting every single leg except for the final leg of like pick fours and pick fives. So I was like, I'm just going to split this early pick four up where I feel fairly confident. Instead of playing like a massive based pick four, I'm just going to play this as two massive base doubles. Because if I get <laughs> if I get one of them, if I'm right two races in a row, then I've made my profit for the day. And anything True. that I make in the next race is more than likely uh, just padding if I hit it. Yeah, that's that's usually how it goes. It's a good strategy. I mean, that that's one thing that I've I've learned throughout my years playing horses is you definitely need a plan. Can't yeah. win without one. And I'm I'm you know sometimes it's just a, a risk reward because plus I mean think about it like what does this like pick four pay out if this pick four rolls goes like I think it's going to go then like what this would be like a, maybe like an eighty dollar 
payout on the pick four or something like well, that? Well, yeah. I mean, between the first two races of the pick four, there's 14 horses, right? Or 15? Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and that's not, that's pre-scratch, you know? Right. Um, so you got to think either, you know, with a situation like that, and even the fourth race only has seven, um, you, you have to kind of attack that in a different way than you normally would, meaning you might have to, uh, you know, uh, up your, your bet amount, you know, right. play it thinner for more money. Truth. All right, we're going to take a quick break here at the Notorious TV. When we get back, we're going to wrap up Bankroll Builder Wednesday, the Gulfstream Park Friday, March 10th card. I've got Barry Spears with me. We will be right back. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog is your home for off-season NFL best ball drafts, but they also got you covered for a ton of other daily games, including NBA, NHL, and PGA. Underdog Fantasy is a great way to get down on your favorite player props if they're not available in your state. Head over to underdogfantasy.com and use promo code SGPN for a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. Welcome back to the Notorious OTV, brought to you by the Sports Gambling Podcast. I'm going to spell my name one more time. Check it. It's the N-O-T-O-R-I-O-U-S. You just lay down slow. We're Bankroll Builder Wednesdaying. We're going through the Gulfstream Park Friday card. Let's take a look at race four, five furlongs, $75,000, non-winners of one something, optional claiming race on the turf. Uh, I started off another daily double here, another $25 daily double, but guess first, Barry, what'd you think of race four? I'm doing the same. Um, not my first, well, this is my first daily double. This would be your second one. Um yeah, a really interesting race. Um, this is the race that I thought we could probably get a price in, even though it's a short field, seven horses. Um, I thought the one ship the goods might be a little bit vulnerable here as, as the 95 morning line favorite because of the horse's running style. I don't think they would want to try to force the issue and go to the lead, although it's not out of the realm of possibility with IRAD. Christophe Clement, he'll probably let him do what he wants to do. But it doesn't seem like this horse is quick enough early to get out and and into the race, which means that this horse is going to have to come off the rail and pass horses going outside. Going five furlongs, not the easiest thing to do. True. And that's enough for me to say, hey, I'm going to try to beat this horse because, you know, the horse finishes second. What you got? You got somebody else winning. And I ended up on number three, Take Care of Business, who has the right running style, getting Lasix uh, for the first time, and ran two really good turf races, the last two. Once was uh, December 30th, the next was February 2nd. Um, and in fact, didn't get a great trip uh, in the last one on, on February 2nd. And I can forgive that race totally, even though this horse kind of ran better than a lot of these horses did. I also am not a fan of Crispy Cat. I'm not really a huge fan of these foreign horses coming from the UK. First time in in a sprint on, on a firm turf 
just doesn't add up. I mean, the horse could very well win easily and could blow these away, but you know, I'm, I'm going to side against getting the makeover package too, which really doesn't make any sense. The horse has already had, you know, run eight times. Uh, it gets blinkers on getting Lasix. Usually those races aren't the quickest early in Europe. Um, so I'm going to, I'm going to go with that. And my opinion could be bad, but that's where the gamble is. And then my next horse, um, who's going to show a decent amount of speed is underlay the six at eight to one uh, with Tyler Gaff, who was aboard for his lone win uh, back June of 2022. Uh, but he's very competitive. I think this horse is kind of on the rise, uh, getting back to the turf. Uh, the December 3rd race was was pretty decent, much improved. And then going back to Tyler Gaff, which is this Barnes go-to rider. I, I think that makes all the difference. So I, I ended up starting my uh, my daily double with two horses you talked about. One of them you didn't like, the one shipped the goods. I liked that pocket trip at the rail, but you are true. You are right. I mean, it's going to take a little bit of work to be able to tip out. It's going to take a pretty good timing to tip out, get wide, and get the close in. Uh, and I liked the three, uh, take care of business, uh, for basically every single reason uh, you, you mentioned. Like, I've, I've got the exact same thing. Um, so, yeah, I, I started off with the one and the three. It's a chalky start with the nine to five favorite uh, and the three take care of business. Uh, and a uh, spoiler for you here, uh, it, it doesn't get less chalky next leg. Um, yeah, I, I, I think that the horse in the next leg that I used in the double is the most likely winner on the day. Yeah, that's it felt like I had to be playing a double into this, a single in this. And I mean, I'll be watching the will pays, the probables, and if it's I'm looking if I'm looking at like ship the goods paying a you know, two you know, anything less than like five bucks for the daily double to this next horse, uh, then I then I think uh I, I cancel and maybe just go all fifty through take care of business. But more than likely I, I go ahead and I keep the one three to the well I'm going to spoil it uh, to the four Lunar Rocket. Yes, yes, absolutely. So let's talk about it. Race five, $20,000, not worth two lifetime claiming. I'm wrapping up the Daily Double with this because, yes, I'm a chalk-eating weasel. The pace is tailor-made for Lunar Rocket. I'm envisioning a mad dash for the front. And, uh, you know, you got some strong trainer angles to play for Roanne Crichton, and the switch to Irad pretty much inspires a lot of confidence here. So I'm yeah. chalk eating, weaseling it. Hopefully it doesn't go 9, five, seven, nine to 5 to a 7 to 5, but it goes 4 to 1 to a 7 to 5. Uh, how yeah, it'll be, <laughs> be 3 to 1 into a 2 to 5. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's that's about, you know. So like I said, I, I'm keeping an eye on those on those uh, will pay or the probable payouts on the double, and if I need to call an audible and you know just just flex on one of these, then I will. Um, well, how did you play? You see, you wrapped up the daily double with uh, Lunar Rocket as well. Absolutely, uh, just a standout, and I and I, I, I like the the workouts too. Uh, you know, the source gets claimed by Ro, uh, by Crichton. You know, him and I read are at fifty something percent. It's it's ridiculous. Uh, I mean, there there's it's like this race was written for this horse, which it could have been. Yeah. Um, we don't know the inner workings, or at least I don't not not right now, but I might be able to find out. Uh, but yeah, the 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 inside two horses look like they're gonna, or three horses look like they're just gonna go for the lead just and quarter horse it out. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And and Lunar Rocket's gonna be sitting in the perfect spot. 
All right, well, that's it for me. That taps me out with my two daily doubles. Barry still has plays, though, so uh, let's see. Barry, were you in on race six? No. Ooh, we're passing on the eight furlong, $53,000 Florida bred maiden special weight. As someone who plays Oakland a lot, I am mighty tired of state bred races. Uh, Arky bred races are about to drive me fucking crazy. Race <laughs> seven, eight furlongs, $25,000, non-winners of one, optional claiming on the dirt. Barry, did you have a play in race seven? I did, and I'm going to start a daily double here. Um, and this is probably the second most likely winner on the card, I thought. And it is number six, Signal from Noise. Uh, just seems to be slightly better than these horses, I think. Even on paper, just looks a little bit better than, than the rest of them, even though you'll see... The outside horse, number seven, inventing that ran in the acorn, and people are going to get attracted to that. But the horse can break his maiden. I, I really have a lot of doubts about this horse finishing races off. And it seems, you know, unless this horse comes back at four and turns into something we haven't seen yet, which is possible, uh, I'm going to side against. All right. Inventing. Yeah. I mean, he, he's second choice in, in, in the uh, morning line really doesn't look like much else in here besides those two. And I'm just going to eliminate the seven and just play the six. I like it. Flexing, flexing on a Chad Brown, Clarevic horse. Uh, it's something yeah, that I'm goes really goes going well. out on a limb. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, let's see how you're finishing up with uh race eight, seven, half furlongs, $75,000 optional claimer on the turf take it away barry how are you wrapping it up yeah this one i thought was a little bit more wide open there's there's a lot more possibilities you, you have another chad brown horse that's probably going to get some action for peter brandt dr zemp number two who you know he could he could easily win this race no no problem um however again i i, I just i'm not really fond of these European horses first time out even though Chad's record is pretty good I, I mean he's 16% or so with those types first time North America first time with a trainer he's got good percentages but he's always going to have that he has good horses in his barn and he has a lot of horses um, so you have to pick your spots when to play against them and I think this is one of them so I used three horses in here uh, number three call me Harry's 12 to 1 morning line could have a little bit of a pace advantage here um, because there really isn't too much speed. I know the one speaking shows a lot of ones on the page, but those are on dirt. And I don't think this horse has that kind of speed. And if he does, that's fine because I think Call Me Harry can kind of sit second and get a good trip here. The next one I'm using is number five, Diamond Oops. Uh, this is probably the weakest race this horse has been in in a long time. Um, I know he's kind of off form, but he's had some time off. He's been off since January 1st, where he didn't run well in an in a optional claimer, 62,000 going a mile. A little bit of a cutback, but the training's been going well. It has, it has three nice workouts in preparation for this. And again, getting getting some class relief, which should make a little bit of a difference here, I think. And at 15 to 1 morning line, I can't not have that horse on my ticket 
Also worth mentioning, the horse ran at Kentucky Downs this past year, or I guess two years ago, which, uh, you know what, I'm going to extend my uh, my uh, gross pep preference for Kentucky Downs shippers here just for, you know, sound drop purposes. Little pig boy comes from the dirt. He's a weasley little mud grub who needs to be stood on. Little pig boy. Listen, if you run at Kentucky Downs, I guess now uh i'm forever in your corner i guess all right yeah so nope i got one more all right one more because i'm playing against slipstream basically that's that's who i'm really against here um more than the other horse that i mentioned the two um slipstream seems like that horse is going to be favored and if if that horse isn't i'd be surprised even though seven to two morning line you know it still has a better body of work than the two um at least in the states uh but yeah we're you know he's no world beater and, and probably has to come from dead last in order to win this race i would think so yeah we're gonna side against but i also use number seven starting over uh leperu for robbie falcone of course has some good races to go to back in in the summertime in july and august that you know two wins one at colonial one at monmouth that is very competitive in this spot and has been getting better and one thing that really piqued my attention is the horse was laid off from November 13th to February 4th and ran a much improved race on the turf. Um, and I think usually when that happens, horses tend to have one more good one in them. And I think starting over might have one. So we're going to use those three in the double. All With right. Six for $10. So we're doing $10 from the race was it race uh seven and eight so using the six in race seven and then the three five and seven in race eight there we go barry cracking off a double which if you've paid attention to these shows worth paying attention when barry cracks off doubles all right race nine uh did you have anything here this eight and a half furlong twelve thousand five hundred non-winners of two lifetime on the all weather how'd you finish up the card I finished up with another $25 win bet. We're going to bail everybody out in case our other ones tank. We got this one in the holster for the last race. Just in See, case. Barry, Barry doesn't leave you hanging like I do with my, my doubles early in the card. He's at least got a get-out strategy. Right. So, you know, and, and if we win before this one, this is just going to be icing on the cake. That's right. Cherry. Cherry on top. There you go. Um, so, yeah, I ended up on somewhat chalk with uh number six the sleepy chipmunk yes i like this horse and i love the name so i'm glad that you picked it so we can talk <laughs> about the sleepy chipmunk every time I, I i see that name i think of bucky's but that's a beaver <laughs> it's not a chipmunk so true 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 different woodland animal fair but yeah this race i i looked at it a, a really long time and i was like well nobody really fits here and the sleepy chipmunk you know Ran one time on the synthetic last time out and won. Everybody else in this race is really suspect. I mean, the the seven red hurricane. It's kind of a need the lead type, and that's not that's not ideal on on this surface. Although, I mean, if if he out sprints the five Mateo, which I don't think he'll be able to do, um, there's there's a chance he could shake loose. But there's also Quantum Theory who has speed as well for uh, 
Castellano and Zilla management. So I think the pace here is going to be honest and even, and the only horse that can really close is the six. I like it. I, I like this play. I like that you finish with the, for one, you finish with a, a strong get out play. And two, you finish with a strong get out play on a horse named the fucking sleepy chipmunk. So like, <laughs> I, I can't tell you like how, how in, in your corner I am right now. All right. So I'm going to rattle off my two plays. And I'm going to let Barry recap his. Uh, for me, it started off in race two with the $25 daily double using the 6-7. That's Artico and networking. And wrapped it up in race three with the eight, just call Ray. Uh, and then I was another $25 daily double starting in the following race. And we are chalk-eating, weaseling it with the one, ship the goods, and the three, take care of business. Who's a little bit longer price uh, in the first leg. And then wrap up the $25 daily double in race five with the four, Lunar Rocket 7-5, who Barry and I are both very high on. So, bet that one to show. Uh, all right. Barry, what you got? Let's hear him. I have, in race number three, $25 win bet on number eight. Just call Ray. Let's go, Ray. Race four, we start a, a double, a $10 double uh, with take care of business, number three, and number six, underlay. Let's take care of business. And we're going to connect that to race <clears throat> race five to number four, Luna Rocket, who is probably the worst bet, bet of the day because he's probably going to be like two to five. To the moon! But, yeah. <laughs> but you, you can pile on. You can, you can wager more. That's, that's always an option. Um, then we go to race number seven. Signal for noise starts off another double. Number six signal from noise and then in race number eight we're going with three call me harry number five diamond oops and number seven starting over so there's that's a ten dollar double six with three five seven connecting races seven and eight and then in the ninth a 25 dollar win bet on number six the sleepy chipmunk to save the day the sleepy goddamn chipmunk wakes up to build our bankrolls on Bankroll Builder Wednesday here, talking about the Gulfstream Park Friday. Barry, that's it for us. Sure. You got any? You got anything good going on? Anything coming up? Yeah, I'll be out uh, doing the handicapping analysis, whatever you want to call it, at uh, Tampa Bay this weekend at the Tampa Bay Derby on Saturday. Should Get be it. a good time. You know, tune in. Yeah, throwing some wagers. It's a good card. Uh, yeah, it's definitely going to be a, an all-day thing. The weather should cooperate. You know, should be some rain early, but I don't think it's going to affect any any of the races. I don't think you know the, it's going to be off the turf or anything like that. Yeah, and fa- so, it's on a Fanduel. You're gonna be on Fanduel TV, correct? No. Oh, okay. My bad. I am going to be on the Tampa Bay Downs. Ah, track feed. Track feed for the day. Um, other than that. You know, going to Circles Podcast every Monday, Big Monday. And then, you know, I show up here and there and everywhere. (laughs) So funny, funny story. Uh, I was I was recently on the Oakland track feed. Um, My buddy, uh, Tim, he works for a gentleman who owns a a few horses that trained for uh, Deodoro at at Oakland. And we were there Friday. And my buddy was like, you know, hey, you know, John Holloman, he's homesick. Uh, do you want to come down to the paddock while we saddle up our, our horse for this one? 
Nice. We're like, hell yeah. I had my buddy, uh, Caleb. Caleb Knight was in town, him and his dad. Uh, they, they went down with me to the to the paddock, so we're going to hang out. We're going to saddle this Dio horse. We get to meet Dio. He's super cool. Meet Ramsey Zimmerman. And uh, eventually we're like, you know, they're walking all the horses around the paddock. We're like, where's the fucking horse? <laughs> That's the key uh, in a horse race is the horse. Yeah. Apparently a horse is a troublemaker. Had to be saddled on track. Um, meanwhile, we are just standing like admiring, like, admiring an invisible horse. Yeah. Just shake, shaking hands, ch- chatting it up with Dio and, and admiring an invisible horse. Uh, so that was, that was fun. That was, it was great. Did you at least like, win? Would you, uh, no, no, it didn't. Uh, Dang I think it. the, I think the horse might've actually bled, but it was, oh. uh, yeah. Uh, you know, it, it looked good, but it also was trying to move on a part of the track that didn't really wasn't really conducive uh to uh doing anything good that day so it happens Does it rain like that all the time it, it seems like it, it just it dude rains in in at oakland constantly um my bo- my bones which feel it every single time it rains say yes yes it does it rains every <laughs> single day yeah it's you know it's a crapshoot this time of year i i've seen it where i mean it's always it's always muddy and like now december through like february really muddy um and then like getting into like the bigger spring races the weather gets better it's usually whenever we start getting like a couple days of fast tracks in a row nope like they're all gonna be sloppy this weekend it's just it is what it is it is what it is and it was what it was that's gonna do it for us here at the notorious otv brought to you by the sports gambling podcast network give me a follow at of Oaklawn on Twitter. Give the show a follow at the notorious underscore OTV. Give a follow. Uh, just type in uh, Barry Spears and you'll find him. But it's at uh, URBN. Go ahead. Go ahead. URBN handicapper. Urban handicapper. URBN. No. A. So a few people on the planet who are not already following Barry, follow Barry. And uh, we will catch you later this week. I don't know what sequence we're going to talk about. It's going to be a banger. You think? (laughs) I hope.